Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. And it is always great when we get to talk to our very good friend, Andy Staples, of course, writer for The Athletic and the host of The Andy Staples Show. What a fantastic name that is. It's right to the point. Andy, we had to talk to you this week, and thank you again for joining us. We had to talk with you this week because this is as big a weekend in college football that I remember. Tennessee, Georgia, one versus one in a very unique way. Just like first 30,000-foot view of what this game means. Oh, it's a big one. And I actually think it's more important for Georgia to win it than Tennessee because there's a there's a path that Tennessee loses because they have wins against Alabama and LSU that maybe they could still make it if they don't and some chaos happens. But if Georgia loses this game, they're, they're probably out. You know, they don't have those SEC West crossovers. They're, they have Auburn and Mississippi State, and Mississippi State's okay, but it's not the same thing. So if Tennessee wins this game, it puts them in the position that Georgia was in going into the SEC championship game last year. So if Tennessee, you know, they got, they would still have to beat South Carolina, Missouri, and Vanderbilt, but they should be able to do that. If they're sitting there at 12 and 0 going into the SEC championship game, they are making the playoff regardless of what happens, unless they get beat like a hundred to nothing. So that, that is, is big, but also just kind of how special is this offense? Because we, we haven't seen anybody really shut it down. Uh, it, it didn't look like this against Pittsburgh when they won, won an overtime, but that you kind of got the feeling they didn't know what they were working with yet. And now they do. And some of the stuff that they're doing, and it's I know it's premature to say this, but it may not be premature after tomorrow. Looks a little like 2019 LSU in terms of defense is just not being able to have any answers for it. Like Alabama couldn't do anything. Kentucky has good players and good defensive coaches, and they look stupid <laughs> against Tennessee. I mean, they, they, they had a linebacker trying to cover Jalen Hyatt. And it wasn't because they didn't know what they were doing. or It's just that Tennessee's good at moving those guys around and creating mismatches. So if they can do something similar like that to Georgia, I mean, that, that's, the, that's what we're talking about with this offense. Now, maybe the Georgia's defense can mm-hmm. just shut them down. We'll see. Given what we've seen recently, I don't think that's the case. I think this game's a shootout. I think Georgia can score on Tennessee's defense. I think Tennessee can score on Georgia's defense. And it's going to be who tips a ball into a defender's hands, who misses a field goal, that that sort of thing. So how does this year's Georgia compare to last year's, missing all those future NFL defensive guys? Defense is still good, but you're saying it's not quite as elite? Yeah, I mean, all of those defensive players will still play in the NFL. Like, it's not <laughs> it's it's not like they're not going to. They just weren't in those roles before. And the guys who were – a lot of the guys who were there last year were very experienced. So – You've got some younger guys like Malachi Starks, who's a freshman, who's going to be, you know, probably a first round pick three years from now or whenever he's eligible for the draft. Jalen Carter is the best interior defensive lineman in next year's draft. So it's not like they don't have talent, but they don't have as much experienced talent. They they don't have the Nicobe Dean. They don't have the like with Jordan Davis and, and Trayvon Walker. You could just kind of rotate them in and and. And oh, by the way, you also still have Jalen Carter. Like that was, it was an embarrassment of riches for that defense last year. 
And so they are just merely really, really, really good this year, as opposed to otherworldly incredible. Andy Staples joining us. Of course, he's the host of the Andy Staples show is also a college football writer for the athletic. We're going to do some barbecue themed things with you in a second, All Andy, right. but we do have to talk about Alabama LSU. You don't have to, we want to talk about Alabama and LSU because that's an excellent game as well. And just the sec West showdown that this is, what do you think right now about Alabama's college football playoff and national title hopes? I mean, they're, they're still very much in control of them. They went out, they're in the playoff. If they can make the playoff, they can beat anybody in the playoff. I mean, talent-wise, it's not an issue. They lost by three points to a team that may have, I just got through saying, potentially a historically good offense. So I do think that the, the demise of Alabama has been been greatly exaggerated here. That said, LSU came in there and played them tough last year. They already fired their coach. It's a lot of the same players. This is not as good of a matchup for Alabama as some of the, like Mississippi State, you knew after the Tennessee game, Mississippi State's not going to beat Alabama. Alabama will dominate <laughs> them because it's just one of those styles make fights things. LSU should be able to put up a fight. The question is, has LSU progressed enough offensively to actually score enough to win this game? And I'm not sure because we've seen them improve against Florida and against Ole Miss. Neither one of those defenses should give you a crazy amount of confidence in an offense that, that plays well against them. But I will say, Jane Daniels, a transfer quarterback, Mike Denbrock is the new OC who came in with Brian Kelly as the head coach. All these LSU players who were there before, they were all learning each other. All of these people were learning each other. And it may be that having some success finally has allowed them to figure out, here's how we work best together. That said... Alabama's defense will be significantly better than Florida's and Ole Miss's. So Jaden Daniels will have had to improve quite a bit from what we saw against Tennessee for them to be competitive in this game. All right, Andy, we've talked about Georgia, Tennessee, Alabama. Is there a non-SEC team that is as good or better than those three teams? Can anyone take the SEC down this year? Ohio State. Ohio State may be the best team in the country. They're probably the most complete. Uh, the the defense is is drastically improved from last year, and the offense was always great. I mean, best maybe the best receiving core in the country, and Jackson Smith and Jigba has barely played, and he came into the season as possibly the best receiver in the country. So, you know, you think about all that they have and all that they can throw at you. I would put them up against any of the elite SEC teams. I think that would be a great game if if they're playing Georgia, if they're playing Tennessee, if they're playing Alabama. Andy Staples is our guest. He's the host of the Andy Staples Show. He's also a college football writer for The Athletic. All right, can I get to the barbecue game now, Perloff? Oh, yeah, okay. 100%. do it. Andy, you're as known uh, and as revered as much for your college football analysis as for your food reviews and your takes on food. They are second to none. So uh, with that being said, I'm going to give you a couple things. You tell me which barbecue food or you can expand mm -hmm. this out and get creative sure which food you think they would like compare to ah, right okay you've done All this right. before i know you gotcha. have okay yep. when you found out that tcu was ranked seventh in the college football playoff ranking that what would that equate to in terms of a food mm. item um that would equate to a nice well let's we'll go with a, a nice sliced brisket sandwich not not <laughs> outstanding not terrible just <laughs> not controversial what you, need, what you need at lunch not to me 
And they're in the Big 12. Look, if they win every game, they're going to be in the playoff. If they go 12-1 and, and they win the Big 12 title, they might be in the playoff. Wait, wait, wait. Are you sure? What I mean, you got yes. two SEC, Michigan, sure. Ohio State. If TCU and goes 13 and 0, what if, about, TCU, if TCU goes 13 and 0, they will be in the playoff. I will bet you anything in the world. I'll bet you a brisket sandwich. <laughs> but wait, what, I'll bet you lots of brisket sandwiches. So, assuming you had Tennessee, Georgia, Alabama, two of those, Michigan, Ohio State, and what if Clemson mm-hmm. goes undefeated? TCU would be in over Clemson. Whoa! Whoa. Oh, brisket sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, TCU, I don't, if, it, if it comes down to undefeated TCU and undefeated Clemson and you're deciding between those two, TCU will have had a much tougher road. Okay, well, my next question was going to be Clemson's title chances. What food item would that equate to? Mm. <laughs> you know that picture of Brooklyn barbecue? The one and that I realized I there out. are there are actually oh, some very like good, that little tray yeah. with like it's a little, little tray with like two yeah, little yeah. easily strips of brisket yeah, yeah, and like yeah. one one roll that somebody got from a gas station yeah uh, and it costs thirty five dollars exactly but no I will say there there's some very good barbecue places in Brooklyn and I've had some very good barbecue in Manhattan as well so I'm not I, it's I am okay. not you don't one have of to say that to pander like, to us Andy <laughs> yeah no no I'm just I'm not one of those people who believes you can only eat good barbecue in the South I think it I've had it everywhere in the country but. That particular photo, yes, that's that's what that would be. So, do you really believe that Clemson could beat any team that we think can make the playoff? Do I? Uh, I do yeah. not. Not not in football. Not this year. Not in football. <laughs> exactly. That's the problem. Well, wait, wait. Can we make a? In can chess, we make a slight? Maybe. Can we make not a slight football. alteration? Who's my quarterback at Clemson? Because I believe in sort of the Tua, Trevor Lawrence, freshman quarterback, Kate Klubnick. Kate Klubnick, the truth. Did you see him come? Did you see him coming against Syracuse? Yes, Syracuse is so good on defense, Andy. So good. no, they're not. They no, have and not. they have dinosaur barbecues from Syracuse. <laughs> they know that's dinosaur legit. Bar- exactly. See, good barbecue outside the south. Uh, they so, also have possibilities. So, uh, <laughs> no, in all seriousness, you know, Clemson obviously has some pro talent. They have Brazil on the line. You don't give oh, them the, a chance. The, the, the line at Clemson's elite. The yeah. D line is elite, but nothing else is, and that's the problem. So they're like a really, really moist, good brisket with no side. Actually, no, they're like a good side. Like they're okra. No, moist, good brisket. Right. They're, right. they're good they're side okra without brisket. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. The vegetarian special, right? All the sides, none of the meat in the middle. Okay. Well, hey, listen, if you're at a at a meat and three in the South, which would be, you know, you get the, your meat and three vegetables, you can do the vegetable plate, which is four vegetables. Sometimes that is the way to go. Because, well, also because there's as much meat in the vegetables. Right. right. I was saying, there's bacon the in the vegetables. That doesn't count. <laughs> yes, it does. Uh, okay, a couple more for you, Andy. Brian Kelly's first season with LSU so far is what? Uh, what food equivalent would you give that? Uh, I'd say it's a. That's a nice pulled pork sandwich. Mm. It's fine. It's it, it, you know, you, you've probably maybe you got to put a little sauce on it because it's a little dry, <laughs> but it's it's fine because the roster was not up to LSU standards. There was some high top end talent when he took over, but there were holes in that roster that you don't normally see at LSU. Like they didn't have a great secondary, didn't have a great backfield. And normally those are not problems at LSU, but you look at two very good freshman tackles that are playing great this year. Uh, They'll get Mason Smith back next year. The the D lineman who got hurt in the season opener. I think the future is pretty bright there. Mm. He's won everywhere he's been. They've improved as the season's gone on. 
obviously if they were to win Saturday, very different scenario because they're still in the hunt for the SEC title, still in the hunt for the playoff. It's funny because everybody's like, I saw the committee was positioning LSU to make the playoff <laughs> as a two-loss team. If they were, No, if LSU wins the SEC, which means they've won every other game they've played, they will make it as a two-loss team, same as Auburn would have made it as a two-loss SEC champ in 2017, but they lost to Georgia in the title game. Andy, I'm a little disappointed. You don't have a New Orleans or Louisiana-based food to compare Brian <laughs> Kelly to. I know how excited you get about New Orleans. But but I'm I'm I do and and but I got to come up with a mediocre one, a bland one. Yeah, everything in New Orleans is good. You can't do etouffee or that's that's the problem. Yeah, yeah, you can't you can't waste etouffee on that. Like you can't you can't waste uh, uh, redfish atchafalaya on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. po boy from the airport maybe. Yeah, uh, gum- okay. gumbo in a chain <laughs> restaurant. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, last one for you, Andy. And this is uh, our food theme college football game. Uh, Deion Sanders rumors to Auburn as a food. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Uh, well, I would say that's that's probably that that ribeye cooked in bacon fat at Acre in Auburn. Ooh. Uh, that's a juicy rumor right there. Uh, I I don't necessarily see it happening because I can't imagine the kind of puppet masters at Auburn who like to be in control of things and and have sway over the football coach. Like Dion's not going to listen to them, and so I don't think they're going to hire him. Now I I can't imagine them trying to go after Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss. But I also can imagine Lane going, you know what? I win lots of games at Ole Miss, and it's not that different a job. And Ole Miss will just give me another million bucks if I tell them Auburn's interested. So I, it, it's going to be interesting to see how Auburn does this search because I do think there, there are coaches that maybe we're not thinking about right now who'd want to get involved because this is a job you can compete for the national title at. They, they won the national title in 2010 played for it in 2013, won the SEC West in 2017. So we're not talking about ancient history here. They could flip things as fast as Tennessee has flipped mm. things under Josh Heupel. They just got to make the right hire. But given the dysfunction that's happened, the question is who, who wants it. But also, new president, now a new AD. They just hired John Cohen from Mississippi State. It's possible that, that Chris Roberts and John Cohen, Chris Roberts is the president, that they put forth kind of a, an aura that says, hey, look, we're finally aligned. This is not going to be like what you saw with Brian Harson or what you saw at the end of the Gus Malzahn era. This is going to be top-down administration has your back. Let's go. If they can project that over the next month or two, they might be able to land somebody that I'm that we're not even thinking of right mm. now. It's like, whoa, how'd they get them? I, and I've learned I learned after last year, like, don't discount anything because if you told me this time last year, Lincoln Riley's going to USC uh-huh. and Brian Kelly's going to LSU, I'm like. You are insane. Andy, are you talking about Urban Meyer here? Nope. Okay. I don't think Urban would do well in today's college football. Today's college football with the the way you can transfer without sitting out and the NIL stuff, it's much more similar to the NFL in terms of how you manage players. He didn't do very well at that in the NFL. (laughs) That's an understatement. And and it's it's a drastic difference between – and I realize it hasn't been that long – but it's drastically different now than it was even three, four years ago in college where you could be like, you can still be a hard ass coach in college, but you cannot be the kind of coach who says, well, I'll send you on the next bus out of here. Cause you know what the player's going to say, dude, I had like 80 scholarship offers. I'll be happy to take another one. Uh, wait, uh, Dion, do you expect him to take a different job within a year or two? I don't, I, I, I would think so. I think some power five school is going to go for him. 
the the one I think should be begging him to come is Arizona State mm. because he's going to be able to get great players there. And at Arizona State, if you can get a roster that's better than most of the teams you play, they, you're winning eight, nine games a year. Like at Auburn, you're still going to need to be able to outcoach some of those guys. And, it, you know, it would depend on who Dion hires as a staff. Obviously, he's not as experienced as a head coach. You'd have to hire a really great staff at a place like Auburn. I the, I actually think if, if Lane were to go to, to Auburn, Maybe you look at Dion and Ole Miss too, if that if that were to open up. But yeah, that it's it's like Arizona State. You go just just stockpile players. If you hire a good staff, you can win that league. Andy can't tell you how much we appreciate this. We know this is busy. We've got a huge weekend coming up, and really appreciate it. We'll talk to you again soon. Oh, I love you guys. I am so happy for you, and this it just just seeing you guys <laughs> in all your splendor, and I watch you guys on TV while I'm on the radio. It's it's the most meta thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> We're taking over, it. Andy. This is this is the world domination. These are our plans. Uh, thank you so much. Have a great show and enjoy the weekend. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Appreciate Andy. That. Andy Staples, of course, the host of the Andy Staples Show, and he is a writer for The Athletic covering college football. More Maggie and Perloff right after this. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.